This has been CM Griper, 718-339-6020. They have the talk again, 718-506-9099, extension 31. And the text, either donations or sponsorships or comments or a booklet on Shalom Bias, videos or other talks, 347 927 We usually start off with safety, and Ruch Hashem, Hashem through the rain, was able to clean the sidewalks very, very well for us. And Ruch Hashem, a lot of people went out of their way to clean. The Yashikoach is very important. You know, a number of people hurt their ankles and legs, broke legs, so it's urgent as the winter is moving on, to make sure we plow the front of our houses. And as we walk, especially around corners, to walk slowly, not to run, and be very, very careful. Also, we remind us of safety in the house, safety in the house. Be careful of water on the floor and hot urns and knives laying around. And we keep reminding ourselves, and I'm talking to me too, there's always something, always something. And it's very urgent if you have little children to sweep that floor, make sure there's no little things on the floor. There's a lot just to remind ourselves, remind ourselves, safety, safety, safety. So this week, I'm sure spoke, just mentioned about the Sutton. And last week's Pasha had the Sutton carried across the sky, it looked like a cloud from Moshe Rabbeinu's body, and that the people looked up, and they were curious. So the question is, why so curious right now? Remember, we're getting close to Matan Torah, well, past Matan Torah, and at such a high level, Yet, they became curious. And curious usually means you're not totally involved with what you're doing now. Something's missing. And we see, I bring up a marshal that Wachshel brought from Desla to illustrate a little bit why there was Rap Shore mentioned curiosity, looking up. And now this bit of weakness was able to cause a lot of destruction. Rabdesla gave a mushal. There was a man who wanted to build a mansion. He was very, very excited. He said, I'm going to build a mansion. But he had no money. So what he did was he decided to work. And he worked and he worked and he worked and he raised money, 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 and he finally had enough money for that mansion. And then as he finally reached what he needed, he went to the contractors and he showed them the money. So very nice, you have enough of the bricks, the iron, the nails, but you don't have enough of the workers. He was distraught with all that work and now for nothing. So he decided, no, I'm going to build it myself. 
So he got Chaim and Moshe and he got a whole crew and he started building that mansion by himself. He had all the equipment. And he built, he built, and finally, toward the end, the mansion was built, except the top that had put in the final nails. And as he went to ram in that last nail, he missed and he fell off the ladder. And he fell to the ground and crash. He was so distraught, so distraught. Because I give up, I tried so hard, I tried so hard, and look, I missed again. I missed. I'm lost. I'm a failure. I can't take it. And then a man came over to him and says, Chaim, Chaim, what are you talking about? You built an edifice. What are you worried about the nail? What are you worried about the nail? Even if you're worried about it, go up the ladder and fix the nail. You built an edifice, Chaim. And yet, the nail is what shook him up. And what shakes us up, and we shook the Dora Midbar up. Because there was so much, so much. And yet, the nail. So the yin was distraught. Moshe's not down yet. And confusion. And when you're not totally immersed with what you're doing, totally immersed, like a person, a doctor trying to cure cancer. You could bang on the walls. He is directed. And yet they were distraught and became a little weak. And all of a sudden they looked in the sky. They became curious. And then they saw Moshe Rabbeinu. And then the golden calf. So this is urgent to know that when we look for other things, is something missing in our focus on the surface, on the edifice, and the focus on how much we built already. And a person who focuses on the edifice, that is success. So the curiosity is mainly, many times, due to weakness. And today, for example, Rav Shor brought up news, news. What's in the news? And anyone who looks at the, the New York papers or listens to the news, it's a big, big danger. Because you're looking and hearing 10, 20, 30 times a day a negative bit of news. Could be true, could be not. But it rams in and rams in, becomes so much part of you. Like the Vilna Goyen mentioned, the, the bad news, the raw, we can rub it in, Agnes Nefesh, ah, we can we go over and over it again. But the good that happens, very nice, and we go Vaita. So you see, this weakness, this curiosity, causes us. A distorted view of reality. That's what children today too. Be very careful even with the kosher papers. Not to look too much. Especially at the editorials and articles that are that are so negative. Well it's true. But why should he read negative all day? 
Do you read about his eyes are working? Had a bed up in the morning? Did he read about so many things and how much, how happy we are to be Jewish? So what happens is this curiosity is due to our focus not being so absorbed in what we're doing causes difficulty. And then our album continued that this curiosity leads to abeyers. Because when you're not so settled, there's taiva, that sushi. I have to taste this one and that one and this restaurant, that restaurant. And the taivas, all of a sudden, one of the three poisons becomes curious. Knows our eyes look where we shouldn't look. And many times a taiva can lead to sin. There are stories where it led to looking at their bad things, listening to the bad things. It happens, but it goes back to the loss of focus, to the curiosity, to the downtrodden, to the confused. And say with COVID, another poison. We, have, we live at a no tolerance level today. Zero tolerance. Because COVID, no one can say no to a person without the either walking away or argument. Anything against our rotstone. Our rotstone, that's our COVID. So there again, when our COVID is being affected, so then we react. That COVID also comes from a weakness. And then we have kinna. That's also jealousy. It also gets, it also comes about through weakness. So slowly, slowly, as we get involved in the, the nails, and then become curious and look around, and we have the tithes of the world and the covet of the world and the kina of the world, the wrong definitions. So then we become more and more immersed in the news, and the negativity, and forgetting about our edifice. So we mentioned many times, Ram continues also, a little tikkun is little by little, Little by little, little by little. Important thing to go little by little. We constantly mention about Ramban, Ramban, that speaks softly, calmly. Little by little. Also, mention no tension zone, like no smoking zone. You come in the house little by little, the break and you're sure to get along. And then to validate even when you don't agree. And all of a sudden, little by little, we can create, create a mind that can overcome and be directed. And lastly, Rabbi Shur mentioned concerning Shabbos. The Rotson on Shabbos is Hashem's Rotson. That's why Shabbos is so favorable and so effective because during the week, it's still Ratzon Hashem that we have to follow. But we get mixed up with Panasa, my boss is giving me the money, and this one's yelling at me, and not thinking so much is also Ratzon Hashem sending us. 
So in Shabbos also is a key to get in touch with the Rats and Hashem. So let's go back a little bit to the mushal of the mansion. I'll say it again. But it's a key figure here on success. So again, a man wanted to build a mansion from Deb Desla. A man wanted to build a mansion. But he had no money and he worked and he worked and he worked and he worked. I'm going to build that mansion. Maybe like everybody else, like the Joneses. And he finally had enough money, and he went to the contractors and said, Contractors, I have enough money to build a mansion. And they said, Ah, but you don't have enough money for the workers. He was distraught. What do I do? What do I do? Ah, I'm going to build them myself. So you got Chaim and Moshe and Zebi, and they all started building his mansion with him. And they built, they built, they got to the very top in the edifice. A beautiful mansion. And the last nail, he swung and he missed and he fell and he yelled and he screamed and he said, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. I missed, I missed. That nail, that hardship, that agwas nefesh, that ra, these things that get to a person and he's downtrodden. We mentioned he had an eagle. Downtrodden. And the nail, the sudden brought motion in a cloud. And yet... He said, I give up, I give up. And they yelled, Chaim, Chaim, you built an edifice. You built it. Look at the edifice. So we have to understand that everyone listening has built an edifice. The time here is like 9.20 in the morning, 9.23. You know how people have done so much so far to build this edifice? Woke up in Dobbin, did some learning, going to work. The Hillam, the kids on the bus, went to the store already, on their way to school, and Dobbin instead of low and did a good deed. Everyone is building a tremendous edifice every day, every day. A Ruchnia's benefit. Edifice. It's a big thing. We have to understand, like Rebbe mentioned in Shabbos, we build our own Gan Eden. We make our own Gan Eden, everybody. To do good and stay away from bad is a big thing, big thing. So we have to focus on building the edifice. And then I also heard when it said, in the Pasha many times with Salil, in the Mishkan, said, what was the difference between the Mishkan and all the other edifices? That this was the only one not destroyed. The only one built by the heart. The, chok- the Chokhmah and the heart went together as one. Not like the, the other bit, the base of Mikdosh. Many times there were non-Jews, other people involved. But not people who had all the lave to all the heart and the desire was to build this edifice. The burning desire was to build this edifice. And that's a key that we have to feel this burning, burning desire to build our edifice. And nothing should get in the way which means you have to be a nice person. doesn't mean my way or the highway. It means the opposite. How do I become successful? 
So is that time to have chach is not connected to the lave. So chach can be very nice, but if you don't have a burning desire, burning desire, so then it's going to be difficult. Then it's going to be difficult. And it won't be what you want. And you'll be irritated by, by things. For example, let's look a little bit now how to try to get a little bit of the chacham lev, that, that desire, those feelings that the chachma, when put inside with the, the desires of MS, what happens is a person can absorb, absorb the good. Very easy again to absorb the Abu's Nefesh and his Surim and this difficulty. That we're very good at. But we want to build the edifice. I'm going to talk about a couple of ways. One is the mind. In your mind, you have a built in edifice of reality. An edifice. For example, one key there, and Miller constantly mentioned that, that a person is a mave, a seeker. So when you feel impatient, you have to know that's how you're made. That's how we all are, this impatience. Impatience because we want to always want more, want more. We don't realize it's neshama, it's not neshama crying out. All the boys crying out. We think the cake is crying out. So it's urgent to know that you're a seeker and having impatience is normal. Some people have more impatience than others. Now, this impatience can be directed to become the gadolador, the best wife, the best mother, the best executive. This is a power in patience. And it has to be directed. So we shouldn't feel bad. But I don't have this, and I feel I'm not doing enough. No person, he writes a book, the next day he feels impatient. He just, he just wrote a book. He did something very, very well. Made us see him. The next day, you're impatient again. You made a nice simcha, and all of a sudden, the next day, you're impatient again. But this is normal. Normal, this impatience to push. So part of the edifice you have to know is this lave, this desire to push. But then with it, we need to absorb what we have. Absorb when you get up in the morning, we're tired, but try to absorb the simcha, absorb the chesed Hashem, absorb the good. You get up, you have a bed, a warm house in the winter, cool house during the summer. Absorb that you have a bed, absorb that you can get up, you have clothes, absorb that you can have food. But don't let these things go. Don't let the first thought be the text or the text you don't get. And we mentioned earlier in another talk, becomes those nails that are constantly reiterated, reiterated. You don't get the text, a nail. You get you don't get the phone call, a nail. So we're living with these difficulties each day more than any other generation. Because we're exposed almost most of the day. You get a call, don't get a call. Email, don't get an email. Like, I get this, I don't get this. So we're constantly getting and feeling this Agnes Nefesh. 
more than any other generation. You walk in the street and you see things, you want things. The whole environment is a want, pushing our desires, our lust to the peak. So all of a sudden, you're constantly banging nails into yourself. And it's not necessary. You have to know, shut this stuff off. So instead, to absorb that you have a home, absorb that you're going to yeshiva, absorb you're going to work, absorb you're taking care of the home, absorb the nachas, the chesed Hashem, important. And you open your eyes, close your eyes, absorb the sight. Take a deep breath like the rub taught. Cocktails, delicious Brooklyn air, delicious air. Absorb life. Fight like what we may absorb. I don't have time to absorb and know what I have. It's time to have pain again. So it's important to build. And we constantly go over, over, and over again. You know, from your feet of work, you know, someone that's just had a little foot operation. Hopefully, it'll be back to normal in time. And feet, and your thighs, and your shoulders, your body. Absorb and big thing also is to build the edifice of the mind. Absorb when you're sitting with your family, spend some quiet time. Don't be ready to run out the door. Absorb these moments, feel these moments. These moments are chesed Hashem. If you're learning, you absorb those moments. You're going to the store, in the grocery store, absorb the moments that you have food. Especially, you know, times with family, times of progress, times of doing things that are constructive. There's so many moments all day a person has that you're doing good things, experiencing good things. This is part of your edifice of a good mind. Absorb these things. Again, the stuff from your body, absorb what you have. From the food you eat, from the place you live, the clothes you wear, the people you know. Review, review what you have. But not just review nicely, but then the nail becomes the all and end all. No, absorb just as much as you absorb the pains. And again, when you get impatient, to sit down and go, okay, what does my impatience want me to do? And that mava in me, my vacation in me, what does it want me to do, that seeker in me? Could be I have to look for better work. Could be I have to do more. Could be the problems I'm having I could fix. I'm just dealing with things. Maybe I have to learn how to fix, fix myself. We mentioned along, this is with the good mind, is midos. Ideas are midos. Ideas are midos. Is the Rambam. So we can put into our head the right midos. The right midos as a person can grow and work on midos. And work on sablonas, patience, and tolerance. You can work on. 
You can work into situations to work to say, I'm not going to get so excited. Not to get so excited when I walk into the home. I'm going to try to have a level head. So there's ways to work on ourselves. That's another edifice. What is the edifice of the good mind, of the blessings we have? And there are pains, there are nails. Unfortunately, there's sometimes the nails are huge. But most of us on a daily basis, it's not so huge. There's progress, constructive activities going on. You're building that edifice for eternity, everybody. Focus on the edifice and not the nail that you missed. But not only focus on the edifice, absorb. When you show Hashem, you're absorbing that time with your family, absorbing that time in the Gemara, absorbing that you have a job, absorbing health and wealth. This is going to be your edifice. And the nails you'll see, and the first thing with that nail is, how do I fix it? I uh, mentioned this at my shop's table, and someone said, wait a second, he missed the last nail of his edifice. Let him get back on that ladder and put in that last nail. There's so many ways where you mentioned stories about Bragg, how to fix situations, fix situations that don't just deal. And on and on this comes up with all of us. We mentioned for the many, who knows, 100 times already, Rabbi Bragg, Rabbi Bacher, 12, 13 years ago already, in the dormitory, Steiging, had a new roommate from out of town who started playing music and playing all the new gadgets, and he couldn't sleep. And anytime he told him, this, please lower it down, he would throw things. Went to Rabbi Braga, who said, next time he does the pickup, whatever he throws, put it in his place and give him a hug. He goes, Rabbi, I don't get it. No, pick it up, put it in his place, give him a hug. I'll be a shmata, pick it up, put it in his place, give him a hug. Didn't get it. And he did it, and it worked. How did it work? He doesn't even know me, this guy. So he said only a little while ago, the same guy telling the story now, he's married with children. The guy who experiences this, being throwing things, getting things thrown at him. So he saw his five-year-old come home and get crayons right all over the wall, and he got upset. He had to put him in his room and give him a patch, and nothing worked. At the end of the day, his son yelled, yelled, Abba, Abba, and my rabbi yelled at me. He's going through pain, his son. So that's what he needed, not to deal with the problem, to fix the problem. And that's what this bacher in the, in the dormitory, that hug. So you're okay. I don't know what's wrong, but you're okay. Many times people yell at us, get upset. It's not us so much. We have to look into it and see how I can improve. But many times people are going through certain things. Our job is to try to fix, try to fix. So you go up and climb up and put that nail in. So again, and Midos is crucial work on midos, on tolerance, on patience, on having order, being frugal. Very important. And we can work on ourselves with doing chesed, thinking of others, of listening to others. There's so many things we could work on midos which takes sometimes, instead of reacting right away, five seconds of thinking. A little bit of thinking, a little bit of thinking. So now we're going to look at a little bit 
So now we're talking about again building this edifice of eternity. Everyone listening now is built an edifice and it's early in the morning. How much everyone has done, thought, tried, wanted to do. And it was done so far by this early time in the morning. And if you're listening in the afternoon, how much you accomplished by 5 o'clock. And if listening late at night, the same thing. We have to know who you are. You're Selim Elohim. You're Ben Bas Olam Haba. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. But you have to absorb. Like the Rav Hamilis just say, you have to see Hashem. You see Hashem, but look at the Chesed Hashem. Absorb yourself, again, from your physical body to other natural things and other things happening to you. Really, the Chesed Hashem, things are happening to you. Absorb them as party edifice. And that will help you deal with so many different issues. Give you a clarity of mind. It'll be hard to break up. What I look at a little bit is our, we call it the famous Ten Commandments of Marriage. It's the Rebbe's tape 620. Recommended. Our Miller's tape 620. You probably can get it at 718-258-7400. Tape 620. Sold the most and it was the, changed many, many lives. We listen and we start seeing, I listen, the real deal, the real deal. So we're going to look at the Ten Commandments of Marriage, but dealing with building this edifice. First of knowing what you have, absorbing what you have. Second is working on midos. You see, I have to desire chachma. Desire how to work on midos. Doesn't just happen. You're not born with good midos. You have to work, but you need insight. You have to always search. That's what persons learn Pechayavos, ethics of the fathers. Almost every day you're gonna hear something that's going to help you help you deal with another situation. There's so much good talk, good books, good people that can give advice in situations. And the more you get advice, the more technique, the more tools, the more you're gonna deal with situations that you never saw, never experienced, but you'll have a lot of tools to put together to, to build that tool that will fix the problem. But we have to work, want good meadows, want to improve, want to work on ourselves and give us time to work on ourselves. It's all out there. There's no, really no excuses. You know, it's again to appreciate, because especially in America, there's blessings and blessings and blessings and blessings. You wake up in the morning, usually no one robs your house and there's no fires. And usually it's uh, comfortable. This is big stuff. We have to focus, focus. And again, Amidos, how to think of Ramban, how to be calm, speak calmly. First thing. This is just a little, a few points. So the first we mentioned of the Ten Commandments, be realistic, expect the unexpected. Now we'll see a little bit here 
how building the edifice is crucial. A person who realizes you have a home, you realize if you have a wife and children, husband and children, or you have a family, or you have a nice place, a place to live, and you have food, so you prepare your mind. Young men, when you come home from work, prepare, build the edifice of what you have. If you're not married, still build the edifice of what you have. Don't go home and fight with your brothers and sisters. So you prepare your mind, the edifice of gratitude, edifice of reality of what you have. So you walk in prepared and a wife ready for the husband to come home after a long day prepared. All of a sudden we're thinking, having gratitude for what I have, spend time, build the edifice of the mind to show attitude of gratitude. Curse the tov to boreolam, chesed Hashem. Go over and over in your mind, not so simple. So review, prepare, prepare. And the second preparation is me, those. I'm going to prepare the husband ready to come to the house. He's ready to walk in. Yes, to prepare again. We just set a good mindset, a positive mindset. And think about your edifice that you built during the day at work and learning and enslaved over many things. Build that edifice in your mind that you're somebody. And build the edifice in the mind of your having a home. So before you walk in, you have to start preparing. I'm going to be numb, nukes and nefesh. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to react. My COVID, I'm going to put aside. I'll be like a av, like a father, like a melech who walks in and all the problems are thrown at him. I like the rub used to say that. Rachel said to Yaakov, I want a baby. And Yaakov said, am I in Hashem's place? And Ramila said, you are. So be ready. You're the one. You're the man. When you walk in the house, this is reality. So you walk in. Make sure you're a little calm when you go in. A little preparation, a little donut or something. That shouldn't spoil your appetite. And think before you walk in. I'm going to creating no tension zone with my wife. I'm going to give her good things she's doing. And then I'm going to tell her, yeah, sure, I'm ready to help, honey. And then I'm going to validate and say, I hear your point. I'm going to work together with you no matter what comes at you. And I'll be silent. If I can't be silent, I'll be someone who wants to fix and try to help. You can create a tremendous situation and remember, be realistic, expect the unexpected. And most of the time we know the expected, unexpected already. And you walk in with a positive attitude. And then you say, before you walk in, my wife I know needs this this night. And this child's going to need homework. And this child needs a hug. And this needs a wrestle. And this needs a walk, needs to talk. Have a whole plan. Don't just walk in. This is me, those preparation. You prepare for the meeting with the big boss. You prepare for a lot of things. Prepare when you walk in. You prepare for Shabbos. Prepare for Pesach. And you, because you prepare it, because you know that's going to be the way to be successful. 
And it is. It makes Shabbos. It makes Pesach. It makes Sukkot. So you have to prepare in your mind what you're going to do when you walk in, ready to create the situation, not let the situation create you. That's what's very important to form this good mind, this good mind, this positive mind. You want to walk in, you want to create the situation no matter what happens, not be created. And we mentioned a mushal, a mushal many times, but now we're doing more internal is for absorbing what you have, absorbing strength. But the mushal is still appropriate. A young man gets up in the morning and the bathroom is being used and he puts on the pants he has and a wrinkle and there's no food for lunch and he runs to get the bus and it splashes, the bus splashes water from the last night's rain on his pants. Then he gets the yeshiva late and the rabbi says, you're late again. And he finds out later she's like, they didn't work out. And he walks home. He's distraught his day. And he sits down on the couch. 21-year-old, 22-year-old. And his little brother goes from behind and squirts him with a water gun. What does he do? He wants to run after him and bop him on the head. So he let the situation create him. Because he was irritable. But on the other hand, what if he woke up in the morning and the bathroom was there already and the food was there and the nice pants was there and he got on the bus on time, he got to school on time and he was a big hero and, and someone said, I want to marry you. He goes home and the brother squirts him. He's happy because inside he's happy that day. So it matters how you walk in the house, young men. And the same with the ladies too. It's so hard. Ladies are so busy, so busy. Families, I mean, really busy. But to try to take some time, not to run, not to rush, and think of your blessings. Even students, too, are busy. Boys and girls, they have tests, especially girls in school. They work so hard. But still take time to focus. And again, absorb, absorb the edifice you have built. The edifice you built, you have built before your children come home and your husband comes home. The edifice you have built, review your strength. Review the the eternal project. Review your creating your eternity, young Aiden. It's real. It's real. Absorb, absorb what you have. Your blessing, what you have. Your blessings, everybody. So when your husband walks in, Manuka, same thing. Manuka, nefesh, nefesh, num, num. Maybe eat something too before he walks in. Then you want to work on midas. Cut something up for him. Let him have something to eat when he walks in. Calm, honor, I love you, encouragement. And all of a sudden, you'll see, you create the situation. Don't let the situation create you. His grumpiness create you. You create as much as you can a calm husband, a calm child. And children, a calm parent, you're walking. Don't disagree. Ready to help, ready to do, ready to listen. 
So we see expect the unexpected can be moments of great success as we absorb the chesed Hashem, how we absorb the proper midos, how we absorb how to do the right thing. And if something goes a little haywire, you think that the next day, look for an answer. Ask someone who knows. Learn about it. How to improve my encounter with my mates, with my children, with my parents. How can I, with my teacher, with my Rebbe, with my Talmidim, my students. How can I improve these situations? So that's what happens when things get a little more difficult. But many times if you're prepared, you will create good situations. Then the next commandment. Keep routines, keep routines. This is such a positive thing to do, everybody. Positive thing to do, Ramilla, the second commandment of marriage, keep routines. Like we said many times, even now when the husband walks in, routine, a little something to eat. Husband, also a routine, a big hello when you walk in the house to your wife, your children, your family, your parents, etc. Big hello, keep routine. And in the morning, make sure, leave a note for your wife, or something for your wife, good day. And each child, too, you can leave a little note once in a while. Create, keep a routine, let them know the Abatati is linking of everybody in the morning. And wife, too, have a little routine, a little note to the husband. And the husband and wife did this for a year, and... The end of the year, he first year of marriage, he opened up the drawer. He had her, all her notes, and in the, the year, he had her. <clears throat> she had all his notes. So notes and a nice, I love you phone call during the day. How you doing? What can I do? What can I bring home? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Keep routine when you come home. Ideas how to make each other happy. How to work together as a team. How to makshab each other. I'm going to do, do, do. Yes, yeah, sure. Simon says, Simon says, works all the time. Simon says, yes, how high, honey? Yes, how high, hubby? Whatever it is, let's go for it. But you can keep routines of a creative, positive attitude. Routine of helping the children, the children at night. Very important that the father should come in when the children are ready to go to bed and then wake them up and play with them, then leave. Then the wife has to put the kids to bed again. <laughs> No, it's a team. And they should know during the day that Abatati comes home and Abatati is going to know everything you did during that day. They're going to know the times you did such big misses for your mama. But they're also going to know when you gave your mama a hard time. Ab and mommy have to be on the same page together. They have to stay home, put them to bed, and help as much as he can. And then go out to learn Torah that will put the right ideas into his head and come home also with a brand ready to. To help, it's a key, but the routines between husband and wife and the family are crucial. Suppers together, Miller is very big on suppers together. Whatever you can. You know, father's coming home, Tati's coming home, 7 o'clock on Tuesday nights. You make sure everybody you can, special suppers. Not sure for the papa, like one week, Chayim will pick this up, and next week, Chayim will pick the supper. Keep routines. I know families have supper almost every night together, and a man had worked three jobs. But they worked very hard on, on doing this. 
and at the and at table, even to talk, whatever they talk, children talk what they want. Sometimes a little Torah, but it becomes when they grow older. They're asking, "Mommy, you're 20 years old. What's for supper?" So you can create routines. And we mentioned the famous story of the Tuesday night. Someone had a couple. A couple used to go out Tuesday night from the beginning of marriage, eventually with children, and got a babysitter. And eventually, babysitter got married, and she says. She said to this couple, when I got married, I told my husband, you have to take me out Tuesday nights. A special routine because she was amazed that a couple paid money to take a walk even, not to, out to eat. They could be together once a week. Other couples I know take a shop, just walk together. These routines have to be major. You have routine to dive in three times a day. Or you have routine to work. You have routine in the home. And needs routines. Well, husband and wife need a routine together. Child and parent need a routine. Each child with the parent needs a routine. And each parent with the child needs a routine. As much as possible. Shiva, siblings, there's nothing wrong with routines with siblings. Older siblings once a week taking out a little walk with the younger siblings. It's all part of keeping routines. But this is building an edifice. Like you're constantly doing chesed. This routine is not like a nice thing to do. You're actually building and creating the other person. Rawak shall mention that from Eretz Yisrael is a tremendous point. When a husband and wife are working with each other, it's not like we're being nice people to each other. That A is making B greater, and B is making A greater, just like a, a father to a child. When you're with your child, it's not like you're being a nice father. You are actually creating that father's A and he's B, B becoming a greater person. Being is the father by that security is, is, and is building up his son into a, a stronger personality, more stable, secure personality. These moments with the children, these routines. I know an English teacher used to teach fifth grade. And just recently he met this boy from fifth grade. And he remembers in fifth grade he was a downtrodden boy. So whatever reason, so he would routinely every day, help me here, help me here. And he had a routine with this routine. And years and years, his father would always see him in the street. I say, thank you so much, my son, that year you helped him through. He didn't think he was doing anything so big. And recently he met the boy again, 26-year-old. And a little talk was going on there. And the boy started giving encouragement to the teacher. Talking 15 years later. And the teacher said to him, didn't I do the same to you when you were in fifth grade? And the boy remembered. Boy, 11 years old, remembered. English teaches encouragement, the routine of encouragement. This is a routine to keep. Look at a person's good and encourage. Remember I told before was very big on looking for the good. There was a man who was at Remelly Shul, just started as a teacher. And didn't know how to get to the shul. So started shaking people's hand, giving people chizduk. Remelly called him over and said, what are you doing? He's listening for books. And looked kind of strange. Like running for mayor. I'm trying to give him encouragement. I don't know what else to add. Next day, 
The young man came in, and Ramon said, keep it up, get up. His whole life was changed. Now he looks at a person. First thing, he tries to look for a good and encourage it. Got to be real. Can't be if your tie is dirty while you, you dress nicely. But look for it. Look for it. Routine every day to give Dibre Chizik Bemis to your wife, Dibre Chizik to every child, and a child to their parent. Dibre Chizik, mommy, your food's the best. Or your papa, thank you so much for working and you, you teach me Torah, whatever it is, routinely every day. And do actions that will help build a tremendous, tremendous edifice, everybody. Tremendous, tremendous edifice. And as you become absorbed in these activities, in these activities, you will see that progress is made. You will feel good. You will always think about how to say the right thing and how to do the right thing. Very crucial. Again, if you missed the story, the Abdesla Mushal will say it one more time, third time, if you didn't hear it, Desla brought up a man who wanted to build a mansion and he was building, building, he was making, trying to make money to raise, to build a mansion. Finally got enough money, went to the contractors and the contractors said, wow, mister, but you don't have any, you have nails, you have bricks, you have ladders, but you don't have men. So he gave up and he said, no, no way. He said, no, I'm going to get Chaim and Zeb together. Moshe, we're going to build it. And he built that mansion with, that, with all the bricks and everything else. He got to the final nail and he missed. He fell off the ladder, fell to the ground. I'm giving up. I can't take it. That little punch, that little yell, that nail. I didn't get the money on time. I owe this and this, whatever it is, the nail. And he's on the floor. He said, I give up. They go, Chaim, but you built an edifice. So everyone listening, you have to know you're building an edifice. Again, the the good mind, the blessings, review and absorb your health, absorb the family time, absorb in yeshiva, absorb the chesed that you have. It's in the mind. The second edifice is midos, midos. You absorb and acting correctly, speaking correctly, creating the situation, not being created. It's a crucial thing to create the positive situation. So the more you're doing this, you're building Yurangan Aden. You're affecting all, almost all the worlds. You're building edifices here. Like the Mishkan, it says, you should build a Mishkan within. So therefore, the Mishkan is in your home, is in the base medrash, is in your body. It's in your body. And it's crucial also, look at the next commandment. Make peace as soon as possible. Is also that if a person works on being absorbed with the good, absorbed in fixing, absorbed, absorbed in building the edifice, prayer is part of it. Brach is a part of it. 
There's so many different parts of a person's life you can fucking leave. Use your heart to get involved and do the right things with a happiness, with a brand that Taiva could be directed for these desires. The cover could be directed to wanting to help, to wanting to do, to wanting to improve, to build this cover, this edifice forever. And Kina, jealousy, be jealous of others that I want to copy what they do well in my small state to improve. Make peace as soon as possible. Shalom B'nehem. Hashem's name is Shalom. Shalom B'nehem. So I'm going to do anything possible to make peace. I know a couple that anytime something was a little haywire, they would say, Let's call Rabbi so-and-so. And all of a sudden, they became a little accountable, a little calmer. Also, as we're speaking today, creating a calm, nukta nefesh, an edifice, you create an inside that's nukta nefesh. And you go to create situations. And as soon as you see something, a nail, you don't yell back. Even the nail seems like it's put... In your heart, that what am I going to do? I have an edifice. I want to build the edifice. I have to be calm now. I have to be creative now. I have to deal with the situation, fix the situation. So we have the power, everybody, to constantly build the edifice and that's eternal you create your Gan Eden so again let's review quickly the edifice the internal edifice of Karasatov gratitude of absorbing in yourself absorb your walk absorb your home absorb your time with the family absorb your time with yeshiva absorb <clears throat> the good things, the things of Beseda. Ramel even said monotonous sometimes. Absorb, absorb. And the nails that come across, try to fix, try to fix, try to fix. That's the meters part. How am I going to fix, fix the little nails, the big nails that hit against the edifice? And that'll be another edifice. And we'll help build our own Ganadin and others Ganadin. So I remember, focus on the whole on the edifice and build, build, build. And the nails, the raw deal, then push on, absorb the good. Shem yeah. bless everyone. Waslocha brocha, Ben Sion Griper again, 718-339-6020. Hit a talk again, 718-506-909, extension 31. And the text sponsorships and dedication. We have a book, we have videos, and talks on the topic of Shalom Benayim and Chizuk, and that text is three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. And Aslocha and Bracha, people need refuas, Yeshuas, Shaduchim, good marriages, successful children, successful lives, which is Aslocha and Bracha, and everything. Rokhin Dashmius.